Good afternoon and welcome to the unofficial Wickham Wanderers podcast. I'm here in Hearn and I'm here to take you through the latest game against Ipswich last night. It was a very frustrating game. Not going to lie. I don't think Ipswich were a good side. It was a good performance by Ipswich. I think we were just rubbish defensively. We did not have a clue. There was no plan. There was no nothing. It's just... Go in and hope for the best. That's what it looked like to me, if I'm honest If I'm honest at all. Like, the stats, 40% possession. I don't get this philosophy, like, we're happy to let teams have possession. I don't like that at all. Like, I really don't. You're just inviting the team to come, the, the opposing team to come near your goal. You're literally saying, yeah, come on, we can take you. And, yeah, we constantly do all this backing off of players. Like, you're letting them, again, gain ground get into the penalty area and create a potential scoring opportunity. And it's up to the likes of Stockdale to sort it out. So hopefully that will be something that will be massively amended soon. If it is not amended, I fear the players and Gareth are going to have a lot to answer for. It will be punished if it is not amended, I think. However... 20 shots, 6 on target. It's not really brilliant, is it? It's I really can't say a lot about that. I mean, it really needs to clamp down on the fact that, you know, we did not really... I think we only had, like, one or two shots on target in the second half. One was the header that got saved, and not like that was a good save. But... So many opportunities there to score. I mean, we had another like goal mouth scramble where we couldn't put the ball in the net. It was unbelievable. I just could not believe that had happened. Corners 11. Now, corners for me, out of the 11 corners in the game, I reckon what was about four, maybe five, did not get beyond the first man. To me, that is the second most frustrating thing to not scoring from a corner is that it does not get beyond the first man because you've got a great opportunity here to put some pressure, put some pressure on, attack, and possibly get a goal, score a goal, get get a goal back, or even take the lead, or even level the game. And corners that just don't get beyond the first man, oh, I just they're just so frustrating to watch. It's just a wasted opportunity, in my opinion. Uh, I think the weakest links in that starting eleven that Gareth chose last night were Jacobson and McCarthy. Jacobson was at fault for two of Ipswich's goals because his set play delivery was just so poor that Ipswich were able to counter, go up the other end and score. So, and McCarthy just didn't get his head in the game at all. He was, like, lost in the clouds. So... Honestly, I don't know why McCarthy stayed on the pitch. Gareth made, I think, the wrong changes. He should have taken McCarthy off. He should have taken McCarthy off, brought on Horgan. Like, we've got all this talent on the bench that Gareth is just so stubborn that he won't play. Like, he keeps changing the team around, but I feel like he's changing the wrong players. Like, you've got all this untapped talent that if you don't give them a chance... You're not going to know how good they are. At least with Mameti, he's not afraid to run with the ball like some of the players on the pitch were last night. You had like the likes of like uh, Abita, like 
he'll run with the ball a bit and then he'll stop and pass it back. Why do that? You need to go forward to win the game. And I just don't understand that. But yeah, at least players like Mimetti, they're prepared to run with the ball and take a few players on. Like there's a very select few in that team that will do that. I just feel like we need, we need, we have got these players that have got pace on them. We have got these players that can move. It's just the style of play, the tactics are just not suited for them to move. And like literally, I was stood there last night. I was getting so frustrated and so annoyed. It was literally like we were defending and like they were backing off. And I was literally, I was literally banging on the ball behind me going like, come on, move your feet. And she just getting so upset, and it was just unbelievable. I mean, not going to lie, we all were a bit frustrated. Gareth again changed the formation to a 3-4-3. Three, three. To me, don't get me wrong, I think a back three is our strongest defence, in my opinion. But it needs to be the right back three. I mean, I would personally say if we we're going to go for a back three, it should be Stuart... Tafazoli. Personally, in future games, based on JJ's performance last night, I hope in the FA Cup game this weekend against Hartlepool, Ainsworth gives Grimmer a chance. I really do. But like, if Grimmer's not going to play, what's the point of him being there? He'll he'll think that himself, and I'm sure there'll be a few fans think that as well. But like, what's the point in him being there? So hopefully. That gets sorted. Hopefully Grimmer plays and hopefully it will be a chance for him to show Gareth what he can do and say, like, look, why are you not picking me? But I think a back three is still probably our strongest bet in the players that we have. I feel like in midfield, though, we're getting constantly battered about. Like, literally, the players are getting bullied a lot. Like, literally, they're, they're not... They're letting, they're letting the opposing players push them around, you know, like, basically, we have the ball in the midfield, player comes up to them, and it's like, they panic, and they have to go back, and it's, it just needs a bit more aggressiveness, a bit, a bit more aggressiveness, a bit more anger in the game sort of thing, a bit more determination in the midfield for me. Listening to uh, Gareth's interview after the game... He thought his player, he, by the sound of the interview, he thought his players gave 110% in that game. To me, it wasn't even 90% of what they're capable of doing. So, I just don't understand it, why you would do that. And like I say, um, need to be more aggressive in the midfield. Like I say, it feels like they're like you know they're getting they're getting bullied, they're getting shoved around, and like they're not trying, they can't try and say we're playing the game again. Gareth said we were well and truly beaten by a good Ipswich side. I wouldn't say Ipswich were brilliant. I would not say that. I say yeah, few of their goals were brilliant, but I would say I wouldn't say they were, it was a world class performance from them. I would say we we just didn't turn up, in my opinion. I don't know what the rest of you guys think out there, but I I hope to think um, I hope to think the uh, people I stand with, the old um, spoons army as we're known as, uh, 
hopefully he thinks the same, that it didn't turn up and just wasn't good enough. I'm actually wondering, because I don't know if anyone's ever noticed in recent seasons how we start off a season really well, like August, September, October, we do really well. And then as we get to November, uh, November, December, like around Christmas and January, our form massively, I don't know, the consistency just goes and our form declines. Like our just amount of wins we're picking up, suddenly our wins that we normally pick up become draws and we just start dropping so many points. I'm wondering if that's coming into play this time again. Like literally it's the consistency is just going away. It's not staying there. And it is a difficult, difficult thing. I would personally say as well, the other thing I would say about Gareth is he's too late on making changes. For me, when we went 3-1 down, like I'd say 60th, 65th minute, he should have made the changes. He left it way too late to make the changes. And then I feel like they were the wrong changes. Like, I, he should have taken off McCarthy and brought on Horgan. But he chose to leave McCarthy on the pitch. And to me, I I don't understand that. I don't get why you would do that. But, hey-ho, that's the way it is. So, it was a 4-1 defeat. Again, I'd probably say that's the worst performance I've seen of us at home. Ever. In all honesty. In all my 15 years... I think that's the worst home performance I've seen, and I've seen us get I've seen us get whacked three 0 by AFC Wimbledon, where in a game back in two thousand thirteen fourteen that was just what the hell, and this one was even worse. It was like there was nothing. It was just unbelievable. I I I'm literally lost for words. I just there's no word for me that can really sum up last night. It was just like something out of a ghost story. I mean. I mean, I said to, I said to everyone, I said to everyone, I was like, I think hopefully I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll re- think that I'll be hoping it was all a bad dream. But sadly, people will be telling you, no, it was reality. Yes, we did get beaten. So yeah. Anyway, besides all that, um, it is FA Cup this weekend. I like FA Cup. It's a welcome break from the league, which is a good thing. So hopefully, obviously, these players who don't normally play will get a chance to play. And hopefully we can progress into the second round. Bit of money in the club's pocket. Not much, but a little bit. Uh, get a good team in the second round. Uh, and then potentially possibly make the third round. Get a, get a big team. A lot of people are always split on that, aren't they? Like in the FA Cup, you know, or in, in the League Cup as well, like... Do you want a big team at home or would you rather have them away? Personally, I would rather have a big team at home. I know it's the opportunity to go to like a Premier League ground or something like that, but when you play a team at home, you feel like you're more... I don't know, maybe the, the underdog team feels more confident, if you know what I mean. Like, not less, less nervous, more up for it, more like we can take the game to them and we can, we can press and we can show them what we can do. So hopefully, FA Cup this weekend, hopefully we can win, get through to the second round, and touch wood, it will put the smiles back on our faces and we'll be happy and everyone will feel like they're 10 feet tall again because Wickham have won. So that'll be a bonus. However, our 
latest performance in the league for me, we just didn't turn up at all. It was, it was like we were scared. Honestly, it was like when they've got the ball, we're scared of them, and like this constant, like I say, constant backing off, backing off players, letting the other player gain ground. On what I will say is the ref in that game was atrocious. Like, what was it? Uh, Ipswich player went down. Uh, McCarthy went over to try and help him get him back up. And the Ipswich player comes along, grabs McCarthy and throws him on the floor. To me, that should have been a red card there and then. It should have been. It should have been a red card and he should have been sent off. And the same when... um, there was a set play going on and one of the Ipswich players kept protesting. The ref booked him, but he kept protesting again afterwards. And he... Nothing. The one thing I will say about that McCarthy incident was the ref didn't even have a word with him. He didn't even get booked for it. And to me, that is just the lowest standard of refereeing I've ever seen. If that was a Premier League ref, if that was in the Premier League or in the Champions League and the ref didn't send him off, VAR would have overruled that and sent him off and said, like, nope, he's got to go. He's violent conduct. He's got to go. But he didn't. And to me, the ref made so many bad decisions in that game. It was unbelievable. Like, there was one in the build-up to, I think it was the Ipswich second goal, where Hadlam was fouled and... Everyone could see it was a foul. Like even the line linesman who was like not who had probably the best view out of it, out of him and the referee, nothing. Nothing at all. And to me, Ipswich got very lucky in that respect, like a lot of decisions going their way. So there was a few decisions that I think why? And to be honest, I would really hope the EFL cracks down on this sort of thing. Like, they crack down on it, but they're not going to because that sort of thing does not interest the EFL. I mean, the one thing that if I if I could make a change to to that, I would I would get rid of the rule that says a player's got to be booked if they take their shirt off when celebrating. It's not an offence. The refs need to crack down on the whole time-wasting aspect. Literally, like, what was it? In the first half, the, um, the Ipswich fullback was on the was on the deck and literally he was, what, about four or five yards from the uh, touchline? Take him off. It's, it's literally just deliver, it's the delay of game. He's that close to the touchline. Just take him off. Just, just get two people to assist him. Take him off. Continue with the game. But, of course, football doesn't work that way anymore. So, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully referees will, the stand, EFL will take notice of this and they will improve, hopefully soon. I mean, I feel like the EFL is so far behind the Premier League. It's like, it's unbelievable. Like, even in the Championship, like I think the re- level of refereeing is the same as League One, League Two, and you got to think it's the sec, it's the league below the biggest league, the best league in the world. I, I'm, I'm mind boggled to be honest with you. Lot really am, and I'm probably blabbering a bit here. So, um, but however, hopefully the Ipswich game was just a blip. 
hopefully when we return to play league football after the FA Cup, uh, we can sort it out. Of course, everyone is guaranteeing that the Ipswich game, not Ipswich game, uh, Pompey game will be postponed because of international call-ups. I think if it does, it will be welcomed, I think, to be honest. Uh, and then, of course, we'll be back the following week for Bolton then, and that will be an interesting one. So hopefully, like I said, hopefully this is just a a minor setback in our league form. And of course, our home form, our 100% home form is now out the window and we got to start again. So hopefully we can get on to that and we'll see what happens in the FA Cup at the weekend. And then, of course, after the FA Cup, it's back to the league once more. So we'll see what happens. This has been the unofficial Wickham Wanderers podcast. I've been Kieran Hearn. Thank you for joining. Come on, you blues.